When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Recorded live. Oh, welcome to Stop Gang Stalking Crimes Activism Call. Going to make it short today. Working on my phone because I don't have my computer up yet. So uh, we're talking about uh, activism. Miss part Who is of the that jerk talking? Yeah, <laughs> miss part of the call. So that, uh, but Kyle's talking with us about an incident that he had in the importance of flyers. Yeah, the new flyer actually has a logo on it. And what I was saying is. It was either last week or the week before it was mentioned about being business-like, and I'd already talked to some people about it. I don't know if you guys have started some alterations for my website to make it much, look much more professional. But a good point was brought up to me a while back, and that's we need to approach this in the most pre- professional fashion that we can, and that will help our credibility talking to the public and sending them places and making you know everything very much like – a business, you know, like we should, just not shooting out of the blue, but doing it in a very professional way. Okay. Organization <laughs> is the key word. I mean, I think I think it that's is. exactly right. Yeah. We because I mean, like you know, I um, I don't know the way that these people are organized that are doing this to us. They have so much money, you know, uh, shift workers, whatever, and and. I, we we are doing things like TIs are doing things, but sometimes it really feels like we're a ragtag, you know, band of people kind of not know. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, these people are so streamlined on the other side, um, and they're they're always planning everything, and this evil is always it never sleeps, and we're kind of just you know doing calls, trying to figure things out, and I sometimes feel like, wow, this is such a um, it's just so uneven, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think the more it's like we get, the more organized we get, you know, we will seem like a formidable, formidable force, you know, because that's a big part of it too. Like my my attackers, they laugh like at these calls, at my videos, you know. The guys just like nobody gives a fuck about any of this. It's like well, nobody yes, cares about do. this guy. Well, yeah, yes, it, they do. Yes, I think do. we need to be more intimidating. You know, to these people who are attacking us, we need to get more organized. I mean, there's many other reasons to get organized, but, you know, it'll show these yeah. people doing this stuff. It'll put some fear into them, you know, yeah. back them off a little bit. Are, um, they, going to, are they going to Are they going to? Um, videotape the conference, all of the speakers, yes. et cetera? Good, good. We could, hopefully we could, hopefully that something can be done about, you know, can put that together in a video. I think that Matt is going to do that, but I think that might be helpful if he could put together a really professional-looking video. You know, mm-hmm. that makes sense, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. What What about just like um, kind of uh, like what we're going through? Uh, yeah. A couple of testimonies in there. Well, um, they're going to have they're going to have speakers. The, oh, okay, he, he's gonna make it. He's gonna make a big video of the conference. He's gonna yeah. like. Okay, I got you. I got you. Maybe he could edit all that into a really professional-looking video that could present this information in a very sophisticated manner. You know. 
I th- I think that's a stellar idea because that that conference is going to uh, give us a lot of credibility. You know, it's it's not just a protest or anything. It's a conference yeah. where we're learning more about it and people are speaking out. Yeah. You know, uh, professionals. So to get all that, yeah, to get that all ordered out on video. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And this is the first one, and I think right after the first one, you know, we should all be thinking about the next one, you know, and mm-hmm. planning for it a year ahead and saving yeah. our money and seeing if we can get to it, um, you know, don't give, you I'm, know, it's the first one. I personally, I personally, like, and what you're saying is we should all prepare, but I personally, after this one, I'm putting away some money you know, what? for for whatever for whatever comes next, any yeah. kind of conference or uh you know campaign or whatever. So if it's up north or I have to you know I have to get, catch a plane or something, that I'll have money for it because I haven't. That's what I haven't been been doing. I'm I'm like oh well some events will come and I'll just I'll maybe be able to go. But then they definitely come. You know that protest in Washington. You know leash stuff. Uh, then the Unity and Hope conference. And I wasn't yeah. ready for it. So personally, I'm going to be like, the next thing, I want to be there, you know. Yeah. yeah, we need more than four months to get, you know, things like the Washington and the conference up. We need like a whole year to really, you know, get everybody there and get everything planned out. We, I think Allison did a great job considering she only had a couple of months. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. Go ahead. Hopefully the program won't be around for another year. I know. Hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Right. Hopefully something will change. You know, we're ahead of the game. Like, we are the test subjects for all of this. This is going to be rolled out, like, within the next decade, possibly, to the the public. And the public is just so asleep. And I know we all go through hell, but I'd almost rather be where I am going through this hell than being... One somebody in the public who has their eyes just closed and head in the sand because there's so much happening. There's the chemtrails, there's the stalking, there's the there's the dues, there's the remote yeah. neural monitoring. There's just so much coming down that everyone, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather be aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd be aware too. Sometimes I think I'm like, man, if I didn't know about any of this, it'd make my life a whole lot better, you know, just yeah. living in ignorance. But the 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 whole deal is that, um, and I say this on some of my videos, like, and not trying to threaten people or their families, but I'm just saying you are next. This is, they're, they're trying to see how much they can get away with. So it's, we're definitely not the end of this. We know? aren't. What, and what I bring out, what I said um, in my last video, I said, um, you know, we, we are living in tyranny because we're living in a lottery. So it's like even if you're unaware of this and you feel like you're free, it really is the illusion of freedom because at any time you work at a certain uh, corporation or you break up with somebody specific or you have a medical procedure where a doctor is in one of these governmental programs putting in chips to people, it's a lottery. I mean, you could be picked next on a lottery basis to be tortured for the rest of your life. You know, so I yeah. Well, that's in, that's why our activism is so very important. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really do have a burden on our shoulders to educate the public to put an into this because we are the ones that are ahead of the game. 
I think I think it's happening way more than we see, you know, because we don't have the mainstream media saying, oh, okay, well, more and more people are learning about targeted individuals. It's not really, you know, helping us along. But I think under the surface in social media, you know, at the uh, at the dinner table, you know, of the public, I think that you know people are really starting to talk about this and know that something is up. You know, I think way more than we know, than we as TIC. Yeah. yeah. What about Twitter? Slow. You guys, yeah. the guys that use Twitter, is there is there anything going on, you know, using Twitter? I don't use it, so I have no idea. I think we should. Like a lot of people, like Dr. Horton, Ella, uh, Ramola D, they all use Twitter. I use Facebook and YouTube, and I've, I've always wanted to add Twitter, but I just haven't. I've been putting it off, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, every. Like in the day when whenever you get attacked, you can just do a Twitter, um, or you can tweet, you know, um, Donald Trump, or you know, <laughs> why, or, or like, or or a good idea is if somebody is really um, like a really good activist, an activist or whistleblower, like you know, like Derek, uh, Dr. Eric Carlstrom, you know, you could uh, mirror one of the tweets, you know, with your account. Like uh-huh. so, if you have somebody, you know, a TI you know, talking about stuff or posting a video, you can spread that video or that tweet. So I think we, I, I mean, really, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and uh, not just do what I say, but do what I do. I'm going to get Twitter, and then I'll be putting my videos on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You now, know? is that hard to use, Kyle? I know nothing about it. Is it easy to use, or is it Super easy. I'm, I'm horrible <laughs> with computers. I'm horrible. Twitter's great, you guys, and you can do it yeah. on your phone. Totally on your phone. Yeah, they do. So it, they do everything for you. You know. I have a Twitter account. I just don't know how to use it, so I don't use it. Maybe I should learn. See, I wondered. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Terry and, can show us in, and a, yet, in on what? a newsletter. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Yeah, that's not a problem. Twitter is really a great why I activist idea because think about it, if we all get Twitter accounts, right? And uh-huh. we're going to get different followers. So during those different followers, what we can do is as we build those bases, then when we follow each other, then when we tweet something, we just know that the people in our group to retweet theirs instant, instantly. And then all of our followers will get them, and hopefully some of them will retweet too. And it's kind of like a balloon effect when you get out there and do it. Because right. I've had some things go crazy retweets, you know. Um there's been times I've got over 2,000 impressions on just, you know, one tweet. Or oh, 800, wow. I should say, 2,000-something a week. But it's wow. very, very, it can spread rapidly. And when you realize that I'm only following a small amount of people, and I have less than 100 people that are following me right now, I believe, but to get that many impressions on sending out one thing, that's huge. That shows you that that, mar- that market is wide open for us to take advantage of. <clears throat> That's yeah, a good and, idea, Terry, for us to follow each other to get this thing moving. I like that. Mm-hmm. And, but and, I don't know and how to, to bounce use it. it all. Like <laughs> really, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know they give you a password, but then I never know what my password is. So. Right? Don't they give you a password, you guys? Well, you, you know, you guys are monitored 24 hours a day, so if you just call your perps up and say, hey, what was my password, I'm sure they'll give it to you easily, and you guys can get into your account. <laughs> so, 
true. So true. <laughs> so, you know, I don't see the big deal here, guys. Huh. Well, no, it's not It's not the big deal part of it is that how do, how do we do it? You know, can you give us, you know, some a jump start? Yeah, that's it. Well, basically what you do is yeah, you just sign in and you pick a few people and you start following them and then you just hit the tweet button and you tweet. And if you want to be really secure, <laughs> if you do, we don't know exactly how to tweet. That's our problem. Right? We're trying to figure yeah, out how do we tweet. So, so All right, I, I promise you the next newsletter I'll have step-by-step tweeting. Thank you. That would help. Good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and being Susan when laughing so much, I'll let her write it out and send diagrams. <laughs> I love yeah, right. your laugh, Sue. You got great laugh. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, we need okay. humor. Tweet. You guys, we really do need humor and laughter in our community. We sure do. It brings our frequencies up. You know, this That's morning right. I was suicidal. And then I talked to Carrie and I was even more suicidal. No, just kidding. And then, <laughs> and then we talked for a little while and I felt better and now that we're laughing here, it's great. You know? it is because, <laughs> I mean, think about it. If you put out positive energy, you'll get positive energy back. Exactly. That's just, just a fact. Yep. And when you're, and you're negative all the time, that, that helps keep you in a negative light. And yep. when you're in that negative, you're not going to feel good. Yep. So I actually called, I, I mean, I'll just admit it, I called Linda many times this morning just because, I, for one, I wanted to see how she was doing, but I also wanted to hear her cheering up voice this morning yeah. to get my day motivated. Yeah, and I'm good at that, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> see, I've got a bunch of little magnets all over the outside of my house. <laughs> my gardener's going to wonder, what? Anyway, never mind. I'm just trying to. But And, and you yeah. know something else, too, is being positive, and especially the, I, I really am enjoying this call because everybody here yeah. is working towards activism. We're doing positive things. We're not talking about a lot of negative stuff. And right. to me, that's more uplifting. I feel better. Yeah. And that's the opposite I, of what they try to do to us. With the frequencies that they put in our ears and our, you know, between the, um, ow, I'm killing my fingers with my, hi. Um, I just, lady has her dog peeing on my plants, so I thought I would say hi to her. <laughs> Dog's still peeing on my plants. Um, but no, the frequencies that they, they zap us with, all night long, that's negative stuff. That's why we wake up. Does everybody else wake up kind of like, oh, man, this is so bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I think that's day. what they do that all night long. You guys, that's why I started a call in the morning, which and nobody came. <laughs> um, what call? I, oh, I, I, about, about six months ago, I decided to start a call in the morning because I well, mainly oh. selfishly because I thought I feel so much better after my call I'm going to start one in the morning so we can start out, you know, start out feeling What time better. is your call, Linda? Well, I, I, nobody came, so I didn't do it anymore. Oh. So I, oh. <laughs> um, oh. Well, that's not true. Lonnie came. I, I think I went, like, to one or two. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a daytime you. person, but I, I yeah. tried to get there. Well, thank you, honey. Yeah. Um, huh. But, you know, ultimately, ultimately... Uh, maybe it might be a good idea again because I think more of us are realizing how imp- I'm sorry, Terry, did I just walk all over what you were saying? Oh, uh, no, go right ahead. Oh, um, I think we're more and more and more realizing how important the frequency issues are, you know. 
Oh, good. I just found my. I just found something. Um, you know, that's important stuff for us to know. And if we start off happy, just think. Just think, you know? Yeah. Think. Well, you, yeah. you know, on a very positive note, um, Linda, on one of her Friday shows, she was going over a document that I shared with everybody. And um, this is good to talk on an activism call. That document really confirmed what TIs have been complaining about for 50 years. You know, and it also confirms that the five different weapons that are complained about exist. You know, yeah. and some of them, they deny that they're out there. So yeah. I encourage all of you to grab those documents, read through them completely, and keep a copy with you. And, and when your friends and family says, hey, you can actually show it here. See, this is my symptoms, and this is actually from the the armed forces telling you about what's going on. Yeah, yeah. This is a you know, Navy I, who's expl- is explaining you guys, is explaining in scientific terms what we actually experience. They're t- giving you scientific basis for the things that we do experience, and they're explaining it in a way that if you explain it to your family that way, then they might say, oh, I get it, you know? Hey, Terry, can you put together uh, – no, I'm just going to – no, I'm suggesting um, – excuse me um, – you know, you've got some really good ideas about all these different things that we should hand out. Should you or could you put something together as a list for, that we can look at and say, oh, I've got to print this off, I've got to print this off. So before I go out, I've got to get these gathered to go because you've got so many wonderful things, I don't know which to choose, to be honest with you. So if yeah. you put out like a beginning packet on your site, say, start here, for beginning uh, activists, and in that folder, put just a few, like four of your top ones or five, whatever you want, so that we we gather them, we all have the same ones, we're all talking from the same page, and off we go. Yeah, I can do something like that. I I keep what I carry around is I keep a, a copy of the uh, Army unclassified document, the Navy. I take. A, a letter from the senator, uh, I guess Jim Guest, uh, one. And I, there's another one actually out there from Glenn. I'm not sure if I have it on my website or not, but I need to print some of those out. And I keep my retype of Ted Gunderson's affidavit, and I keep the photocopy, depending. Because some people want to, well, I'd rather take the photocopy, the Freedom of Information Act copy, other than a retype. Some people are just happy with the retype because it's just on two pages back and forth. But uh, And I pass those out. And you'd be surprised how many people will, will do a little reading or they'll stop you when you go back by them or something and say, hey, can I get a little more information? Do you have something else with you? And I, I think it's really important for us to carry that stuff. And that's just my opinion. So, yeah, I definitely can put together a package like that. I hope to have a, a folder put together that you guys can download and put on okay. a U, U, UPS drive, and you can take it with you. And uh, I'm also putting together a folder. I asked some of you about this, about putting together some information that you guys can put together in a packet that you'll be able to open up on your cell phone that you can just go through and show people, too, if you're talking with somebody, like, in the store or something. I I think that's another avenue to show stuff if you don't want to carry a a big leather pouch like I do everywhere that weighs 50, 60 pounds. Yeah, and that'll bring more people in, too, because, you know, the electronics, the phone, everyone's looking at the phone. That's a great idea. Yeah, and and 
something else I found out by showing people, because I, I try to keep my website, every once in a while I find a page out of alignment or something, but I try to keep it updated for the phones too. And when you show somebody that you hand a flyer to them, you can, and if you have the already up on your, your browser on your phone, and you say, see here, you can easily access this with your phone, some people will go directly to the website too right there. So that's, a, that's another avenue for your activism to get this stuff out. And the thing about having the paper information with you, the flyers, it's important because you, it's, it's almost like you're, in a, you're, in a, you're just in a position, like I find myself next to a person or in the perfect position to give out a flyer. Sometimes it's not the perfect time, but other times I find like, wow, this person would be really um, receptive and I'm in the right, at the right time, at the right place. So it is good to have one handy. Yeah, you got. I I would like to see everybody keep at least a couple of them on there, yeah, on their persons at a time. Because you never know yeah. when somebody might ask you or want something or a conversation. But like I said on the way for you guys that have joined us, I encourage you guys, if you don't want to talk about flyers and gang stalking, the directed energy weapons right now, when you go to the stores and stuff and you're out and about in the public, turn around to the person around you and just say, have you heard about the cube incident? It's kind of disappointed passing out flyers and finding out that only 15 to 20 percent of the people are actually know about this crime. So yeah, if we my can start... uh, my psychiatrist hadn't heard about it either, which I found weird, you know, because I guess a lot of yeah. people don't. I mean, there's so much news coming out in everybody's faces that it's hard to it's hard to focus in. Yeah, so we we really need to get that out there, you know, to mm -hmm. to get the public and. Think about this, too. If you're not talking about what we're talking about and that bothers you, just talking about the Cubans, and you're planting a seed that's talking about directed energy weapons that cause brain damage and hearing loss, and plus they say they're finding new people all the time. That's a really good point, Terry. I think that makes everyone feel comfortable. Like, we don't look like weirdos. We're just talking about what's in the news. Yeah, we're just talking about what's in the news for you people that, you know, don't feel comfortable about it. And not only that, I've noticed one thing about it. The friendlier you are and the more you talk with people around you, the more they look at you different. Even the perps, if you guys got the ground suit trial car, I got rid of mine. But the ground troops that are behind this crime, they'll start looking at you different too because they start looking at you more human. And uh, that's something I'm going to change and I hope people will participate in is I'm going to start putting a faces, a page on my website for the faces of the crime to show for people that want to share their picture, that can show their picture so it shows a face. Because every cause, it was pointed out to me not only by my mom and some other people, but some TIs too, that every cause, you know, like when they, they, they go out and bring things to the public, they always show faces of the victims. And that has a bigger impact on what you're doing to actually show them, hey, this is what a person looks like that's getting hit with this. You know, it's not somebody because they probably imagine, you know, some somebody laying on the street or something else or some person that's all psychopath that's freaking out or something like that. So we need to show the faces, our faces to these people. And, of course, I will put mine up first. I have no But what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's worth participating? I think that's very important for our cause. The pictures? Well, yeah. that means yeah. I've got to go yeah. get my picture done professionally then. <laughs> 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 yeah, go to a makeup artist. 
<laughs> yeah. I got, yeah, we got to get our hair done. <laughs> yeah. I got to have to put in mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to oh, be a great. lot of work for that picture. <laughs> maybe a facelift first, you think? I don't know. <laughs> I can just see it now. The headline news. Stop gang stalking crimes cost TIs thousands to get their hair done and makeup for <laughs> photo shoots. <laughs> yeah. How, how yeah. about a before and after? Like when it started, you know? <laughs> really? A before and yeah, after. That, very dramatic. <laughs> you know? That 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 really could be an, a good impact yeah. idea. And if somebody yeah. wants to do before and afters, that's great. I'll do it. Because it's a big difference, boy. <laughs> it would scare people. Well, you scares know, me. You know, yeah. you just think about it because as we educate people out there, they get to meet us and stuff, and not everybody's going to say. Very few people actually ask me if I'm a victim. But the ones that do, they get into asking you some more questions and stuff, and some of them want to know a little bit about your story. And I wouldn't suggest going into it too much, even if they ask, because you always want to leave them hungry when they're sitting there, you know, so they'll go do some research on the web and stuff. So, you know, make your spill kind of short. Don't go into too much so that they'll go to the website and actually uh, look into what's going on. And the bumper sticker thing, I think that's really great. If anybody finds a good, cheap place to get ones that are actually the sticky ones done, please send me a link to them and... uh, Somebody suggested, too, that you can get hats made. I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody said you can get hats made for about three bucks a piece. Hats? So that would be, hats? Yeah, baseball caps to just oh. have your name on it. So that would be cheap advertisement. And one thing that I didn't realize about the name I picked, even though it's long, it actually says Stop Gang Stalking Crimes. That actually, just that does get people's attention. <sighs> Sounds good to me. So, Kyle, uh, what was the last what? series of your videos called? Um, I just called it in caps, Remote Neural Monitoring and V2K in caps, because that, that kind of stuff gets a lot of views. But, it's, I mean, it's really just an update about everything where I do talk about those things. But I'm kind of trying out different things. Like, what I want to ask about, Terry, is, you know, on the flyers and the bumper stickers and stuff like that, this hashtag thing is really big, right? You know, I I don't, I I haven't really followed the whole history of hashtag, but apparently, I mean, it's still going pretty strong. Um, Well, I noticed that on your website last night. Yeah. Yeah, I tried. So how do you get a hashtag assigned to it, your website? well, no, you don't. You just you just put hashtag target individual, hashtag electronic harassment, uh, hashtag remote neural monitoring, hashtag organized gang stalking. Um, and then there's I think there's something from uh, Twitter that picks it up on other social media. Um, so it's a program within Twitter um, that uh, somehow get, like gives more Twitter views or something like that. Um, kind of like the Twitter engine, like like the Google engine is. It gives things uh, kind of, I don't know. Um, I really don't know how it works. I just know you get more views. Like when something will become go viral if it has a hashtag mark on it. 
Um, and you can do it on other social media, and then it it does count on Twitter somehow. But I really need to figure figure out more about that because I was hoping other uh, TIs doing YouTube videos would start kind of mimicking that, or on Facebook would start mimicking at least putting like two terms, you know, like uh, at least like hashtag target individual, hashtag organized gang stalking, uh, and it makes them it, the the words I was looking for. It makes them trend on Twitter. It makes those topics trend. On Twitter. Now, I don't understand everything about trending. Do you have a good hashtag, Kyle, that I could put on a bumper sticker? Well, I mean, you could just uh, put like hashtag target individuals or, or hashtag organized gang stalking. Or, you know, put a couple, put like two, put uh, hashtag target individuals and hashtag uh, uh, directed energy weapon or something like that. Okay. So people will hashtag it. That's what I'll do. I'll put the. I'm Thanks. trying to find the bumper sticker I ordered. I'm trying to find the company email. I think I might have deleted it. We really have to look into that though. Uh, ways to kind of trick, uh, trick trending. You know, because like we're we're handing out flyers, we're we're making videos, we're we're getting out this awareness, but we've got to figure out a way that'll make this stuff uh kind of flow into each other. And really kind of work work on its own, you know, so so all that hard work can be kind of amplified, you know, because there's a lot of different ways. We may want to get some people, um, you know, I know there's this, this guy who worked with us at, at Dream Day Foundation who worked at a um, like a marketing company, and he would help us with everything on like Facebook, on, on putting Dream Day up, on putting the right kind of hashtags so that we'd get more views and people would, you know, so the so the Facebook page would be successful, the website would be successful. You know, so there are people who really specialize um, in how to make a topic trend or, um, you know, to just get stuff more views. You know, I'm, I, that's why I'm, I'm working on, um, I'm just working on some things in the title and in the... Um, what are, what are the little things, the the little words that you put um, in your YouTube video, just what it's about? Oh, search words? Your search words. Like, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm like, experimenting with, with different kinds of search words and different kind of hashtags to see if it can uh, can make things trend. They really trend. They, they can. Um, something while you're talking about that, Kyle, you're reminding me something. I'd like all you guys to consider doing this. Instead of using V2K or voice to scald in your talking, there's very little documentation that I can find that actually uses that wording. But there's a huge amount if you use microwave auditory effect. There's tons of documents out there, tons of literature, and most of it is from our, our government and the military forces that you can find in articles about it. So... That it's totally up to you guys. I'm going to start changing my terminology about that a little bit and uh, maybe add that as another another name for voice to skull because there's a lot more information on the net that you can find out when you search. Just a thought there, guys. Okay. I think that's a good idea. Um, yeah, the terminology we use is pretty important. I just, you know, I, I find myself trying to trying to use the most catchy terms, the ones used the most. Um, not even really, not even really asking myself, does this make it sound better or worse, but just what is used the most. 
because uh, that's what people are going to know it as, you know. Oh, how about, oh, how about connecting some of the frequencies with everyday things that people use, which would make them wonder when they're using it? You know what I, you know what I mean? Um, like like your smartphone? I don't know, like is your can opener irradiating you or whatever, but something <laughs> where, you know, where, well, people kind of know about um, um, microwave ovens, but because, well, never mind. How many devices in the home right. are giving you non-ionizing radiation? Right. Uh, like it, in these directed energy weapons. Yeah, yeah. bring it home to them. You know, so yeah. that they think twice about it when they go to use something, and maybe they get a little more interested in stopping it. You know, because it's a good idea. It's a good idea, Thank Linda. you. Thank you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Is that Sue? Thanks. But you Absolutely. got you got your smart Absolutely. meter. You know, you've got your microwave. You've got your smartphone. You've got your computer. Yeah. You've got your smart TV. You've yeah. got all these devices at home creating like these huge fields of uh, non-ionizing microwave radiation. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Do they use, e- yeah, uh, Wi-Fi. It's a little more co- inconvenient to drag your Ethernet cord around, but still, I do. And, I want to protect myself, you know, and I can see a difference. I can see a vision in my eyes a difference when I do have to use my Wi-Fi, you know, as opposed to my um, Ethernet. You know, there's mm-hmm. a there's a marked difference. Well, my vision can see a difference, and um, it, it, people need to know that. Yeah, and that brings up a great question, Linda. How do we attach our issue with, um, you know, like less EMF, Linda, how uh-huh. uh, she talks about, you know, smartphones and regular devices having that non-ionizing radiation? Right. We need, to, we need to connect with that group. We need to connect our yeah. topic with them. What's the best way to do that? What's the best way to know. segue? Uh, uh, that, yeah, I, well, here's, my, here's the only pro- one thing, Kyle. And by the way, it's not less EMF, Linda. It's just EMF, Linda. <laughs> uh, she, um, she always told me about less EMF stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I thought that's where it came we from. Don't want it. We don't want to discount her, you know? Um, and <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the company. I know. Um, but the, the thing that worries me about that is is we can go down a lot of rabbit holes with that. And what we're talking about is, I mean, granted, it would be good to 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 group that stuff in with people with products they use in their home. But if we start going into trying to battle with the entire Verizon company, uh, we're going to be there for the next fifty years. You know, it's just mm-hmm. you know what you know. We're just it's too big. We're we're talking about directed energy weapons you know they're directed right. at us you know they're they're tighter you know they're they're more dangerous than that that's all very dangerous yes but when it's a directed energy weapon that's i think a different ballpark and that's oh, one, yeah, yeah. that's what concerns me about linda a little bit is you know we can go down all those rabbit holes of then we could go fight this group and then we could go fight that it, I, I just think we need to stay so uh uh I don't know, directed, you know? Yeah. I agree with, like, synergizing with that group, you know, because we got to, like, I, I, you know, I have this, um, I, I don't know, I really want this program to end. So, I, you know, and I see everybody working so hard, you know, doing a lot of real, like, groundwork and, 
you know, getting out flyers and these events and everything. And I just want to think of a way to like hook in with other groups and then make make their activity and their uh, activism work. You know, yeah, so it's like somehow if somehow if we could connect it to where people, you know, differentiate it between the two, like okay, non-ionizing radiation coming from your cell phone as opposed to being directly targeted by directed energy weapon systems. If we could find like a smooth transition, just so that that you know that group's activism could could flow into ours and to right. do that with other groups, you know, make them kind of work for us. We work for them. Yeah. Things yeah. flow into um, you know, and, and synergize a little bit, you know, kind of like a business, you know, make, make some good alliances. Like a partner. Like with yeah. Anonymous. Yeah, well, like I'd with like Anonymous. To, well, I'd like to be, touch bases on that a little bit. I don't know if you guys were on the call with, uh, um, let's see, as Neil's call, I believe, I was talking with EMF Linda, and I wasn't trying to fight with her or argue with her, in her bit, but something I wanted to point out to her is that I actually did reach out uh, to part of that industry, and part of the problem is, is they don't believe in what we're doing. So first, we'd have to find somebody that mm. did believe. The other thing is, yeah. is that when you're in a war, you, you, you want to kind of win your war with the opponents that you've took on. And if if we start really including a whole bunch about the phone companies, it's good to bring awareness to our fight about it because of the electromagnetic fields and and pulses and everything. To add them as a little bit, but if we go, take on too many opponents, then that that can even overwhelm us. It's like taking our battlefront and spreading it out. And right now, we're yeah, we gotta we gotta come it. from our corner. Yeah, I always yeah. say that we have to come from our corner. You know, if we take yeah. on too many, you're right. If if you go you're like but, just talking about chemtrails, talking about chemtrailing yeah, and then directed yeah. energy weapons and then yeah. cell phones and the whole big conspiracy, everything that's corrupt, you yeah. know, you're not really coming from your corner and then people just get over Yeah. It's too I much, too much information. I was seeing you putting us under an umbrella of safety in a way. I feel a lot safer going out there with flyers if I've, if I'm also affiliated with a more mainstream group, a more mainstream mm-hmm. operate um, organization, nonprofit or- organization. I think it's mm-hmm. a little bit safer for us to sort of be affiliated with that, somebody else, not to take over our whole issue or one issue, but right. do you guys think that? Yes. Yes. You've got a point. You've got a point. And just not, just not get it too much where um, we start I don't know. I mean, I think it's a great idea, but not flood our issue too much with um, like over overdoing it with with their issue. You know, I don't know how to say that. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, I think the best way to approach <laughs> I it. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> you were <perfect. laughs> somehow I understood it completely. Yeah, in our circumstance, the way that I really look at this and this is probably not something that would happen, but the best way it would benefit us is if that group came to us and joined on their terms, saying, hey, look, we're fighting this cause, but look what else this energy is being used to hurt these people too. If we could get them to approach it from that aspect instead of the aspect that we're crazy and they don't want to be affiliated with us, that could benefit us greatly. But for us to go and say, okay, we want to attack this, the the phone industry too, from the, our perspective, I think that could hinder us in the long run because they got more power, more money and stuff. And we already know 
by the PDF that I shared on my website, they're gearing up to get hit hard. They all are. Right. But it's almost like Terry, like, okay, let me make this an example. Like, say we did have some kind of alliance with Anonymous. They would take up our issue. Like, there would be somebody in Anonymous or TIs within kind of Anonymous that were doing the ORM. They're, they're doing some initiatives. But we wouldn't necessarily take on all the issues that Anonymous talks about. We would just let them take up our issue. You know, uh, we would help them with our issue, but we wouldn't necessarily be talking about like all the corruption that Anonymous talks about all the time. So let them help us. We help them by, you know, because that's another corruption issue. Our issue is another corruption issue. So Anonymous is going to take it on anyway, right? So we find groups that would would take our, um, you know, our cause up anyway, but we don't really take too much. We don't. We we stick to our issue still. You know, we find where where it can be that relationship. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I I do understand what you're saying, and it's kind of that's kind of what I just said is like they're taking up our issue, but we're really not impacting. You know, that that's the yeah. way I think that would be beneficial for both. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing is is that if we could another approach that I've been trying to is if we can get groups in different fields, the people who understand and we can get to believe, like I keep hitting up the, the mental health industry. I know some people don't like that, but like I've approached one company multiple times and, and sent stuff to the CEO of this, this company and one other country company. And what I did was to say, Hey, these people are really suffering. This is a real crime. You could be the first company to develop a program to help these guys get their feet back on the line for the ones that would need it and to start keeping them from being put into mental institution stuff and really help benefit society. I don't know if I'm getting through to anybody, but that's another way of approaching. That's one of the things that I think about um, mailing out anonymously envelopes to your doctors, you know, your lawyers, anybody that you're involved with, counselors, psychiatrists, veterinarians, you know, your favorite nurse, if you got direct mailing address, mail it to them so they will open it and plant the seeds. I think that, that could open more doors for us to get people on board and helping us with our cause too. Did I lose everybody? Silence. No, I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. Hey, I'm is gonna... anybody on their computer that they can go to my website and right under um, where I, I can't get online for some reason, my internet's down. Um, besides what I'm on my phone, uh, right under my website on the very first page under the Lloyds of London on the right-hand side, there's a PDF, but right under that it says uh, safety, um, 10 safety tips. If somebody could go there and click on that PDF and share it online, that would be great because I think you guys would all find that interesting. Well, I would, but sometimes <laughs> your site is a little, I get lost you know that let's talk more about that okay okay i agree I'll, I'll write. i agree yeah i get lost and sometimes i yeah. just can't find where i'm going you know? so i'm gonna i'm gonna put up an alphabetical directory i think linda is the one that mentioned it to me and it's in the yeah. works it's just it's gonna take a lot of work 
Harry. Yeah, and as soon as I mention something, he tells me, oh, yeah, right. You want me to change that to a different color? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, yes. You guys oh, got to understand, oh. though, Sue is a little difficult to deal with. She's very high spirit. She's like, I want it now. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that was awful. I mean, I asked him, Terry, maybe you ought to change the red a little bit. You got an awful lot of red. <laughs> well, oh, that was good. That was good. Terry, <laughs> yeah. you can mention a few other things too, yeah. but I'll talk to you. I just want to say something. Um, anyway, uh, getting back to the health professionals, the. Uh, the, the mental health professionals, the social workers, your psychologists, uh, whatever, counselors. Um, uh, there was a time that I was calling around, cold calling around. Uh, I was Googling um, um, so psychologists, um, and I was Googling ritual satanic abuse. And I, I got a, a hold of a lot of uh, uh, therapists that were specializing in working with people, children, all ages who have been uh, ritually abused satanically or, or, or whatever, you know, you know, uh, and I called, I couldn't call them up. I called them on the phone and a lot of them called me back. And um, actually I, I got some tubs on the line. Uh, some of them reported to me that people were calling them and, and telling them about the stalking, about the targeting. And, and they were, they didn't know what to do. They, they, they knew about it, but they didn't know what to do with them. They, they didn't know about us. They didn't know about all the support systems out here now. So I got, so I, I got phone numbers of people that were inquiring, and I called them, and they're on um, the conference calls today, and they're, and, um, and, they're fi- and they're doing well. They're coping really well and, and all that. So, so these uh, the, the art therapists that do know about it. It has to do with trauma. If there's been a lot of trauma, they specialize in trauma, then most likely they'll be aware of it. Extreme, unusual, severe trauma, they will know about this stuff because it fits right in. Because, because what's evolved from regular satanic abuse of, like, rape and, and, and child molestation and pedophilia has been this, has been directed energy weapons, has been doing it remotely with these, um, with these technologies that, that exist today. So I just want to say, so once, so once um, um, you have a, a contact point with them on the phone, then it would be really uh, um, uh, credible to send them flyers because then they'll know who called them. And then they'll read the flyer and they'll get more educated and they'll go to the website. And then they'll um, maybe even uh, um, uh, reach out to people like us. They'll even work with people like us. It won't just be Steph Barber and Kathy Meadows and, and, and Colin Ross and, and the guy in L.A. I can't think of his name right now. He's a psychiatrist. It won't be just maybe 10 people who know about us that work with us in the, in the whole country. You know, and having to educate a therapist, you know, from scratch, going to a therapist, they have no clue. And, and hopefully they'll believe you and they'll be open-minded. Having to rely on that is a bummer. I mean, it's like it's, it's a lot of work to have to do, a lot of work, you know. So if we can make it easier on other people that don't know about this and, and they find out something unusual is happening with them, they're getting tortured and, and they start Googling it and, and whatever, whatever search engine they may use, and then they start calling psychologists who have most likely, if they don't, are not, 
on a, on the therapist that knows about this. So I think that's a really good idea, you know, um, because yeah. a lot of this stuff is mind-based. It's all traumatic-based. It's not, they don't go for the body first necessarily. They always go for the, for the mind because talking is about screwing your head up. It's about getting you terrorized and, and living in fear and lowering your frequencies, and that's all about first the mind. And if they go into the body, it's really about hurting the mind because if you have pain in your body, you start getting sad and depressed about it, and, you know, all these feelings crop up. So this is all about mind stuff, guys. It's all about mind, it's all about mind control. That's what the whole the whole motive is of these operations is my total massive mind control worldwide. That's what it is. Yeah, and I mean, Amy, like the holy grail for us, the holy grail is the media mm-hmm. reporting this and psychiatrists admitting this. So, you know, those two things have to be tackled. But you know, you know, we we better not get too hopeful about the whole psychiatry industry. You know, admitting this is right. Those are the those are two holy grails. I'm not talking those about the happen. psychiatrists, Carl. I'm talking about the psychologists. The psychologists, the ones that don't okay. prescribe drugs. The ones that don't prescribe Wh- which drugs. Whichever one. Yeah, yeah, because the ones that prescribe drugs are mostly going to prescribe drugs. They don't really care what you say. If they they have symptoms of a certain diagnosis, they can use drugs for that diagnosis. They're going to prescribe drugs for it. Yeah, Um, I mean that. What what do you think about, um, uh, you know, there are, um, I don't know, you all can tell me, but there are various agencies, regulatory agencies that, you know, you can file a complaint with. You don't necessarily have to have, you know, all of the evidence. You can make the allegations. allegations allegations, well, it's various agencies. And allegations uh, is enough to file at least to get an investigation going. And the agency would be required to basically investigate the allegations. Um and I was thinking that, like, connecting multiple TIs with similar circumstances, a group filing a complaint with a particular regulatory agency that's connected to their situation, maybe another group filing a complaint with another agency that's connected to their situation, uh, that's enough to get uh, an investigation going because you've got more than just one person and you've got say multiple TIs with similar similar stories, similar situations happening to them, those complaints really can't be ignored. Uh, it, it, it's enough to prompt an investigation, at least. Well, what do you think? Well, as far as they go, there could be an FBI investigation going on already, but um, one problem that we have, there have been groups in the past that have went and approached the FBI in groups and talked about this, and it didn't seem to go nowhere unless the I'm FBI is investigating. I'm not talking about the FBI, though. Well, they're pretty much the only one that might investigate this, because I, I don't think the DOJ will, because I've, I've talked to them several times. I think that we should hit the FCC more. I think, like, what I this lady's too. saying, I think we we should find some kind of proof, like, and get a bunch of people who have proof on some of that, um, you know, radio frequency software, and really kick up a fuss with the FCC, you know, um, and make them kind of have to come in and check for frequencies and then, 
you know, maybe maybe uh, they would talk to the FBI, you know, because they got so many complaints. But I, well, you know, I think we need to get the FCC order. I mean, you even have you even have civil rights organizations that when you file yeah. a complaint with various civil rights, because our civil rights definitely are being violated, even within the Department of Justice, they have a civil yep. rights division. You know, the civil rights division have to hear certain complaints about civil rights violations. So I don't know why. Well, you, I mean, I don't know. Hmm? I, I was just going to say there's been many people that have tried to, we just got to keep being persistent and maybe we can get somebody to listen. But uh, what Kyle was just saying, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to get this out before I forgot it. What Kyle was just saying about the FCC, I actually hmm? sat down and did some writing on it and a plan. But my plan would have to have people that have gone and got scanned and know their frequencies and are willing to share those right out front. Then we could take those those uh, paperwork and stuff as get a group of, say, at least four or five, maybe even ten people that are willing to do this and take those paperwork and stuff and submit them to the FCC and say, look, this is what's going on with these frequencies would have some power behind it that way if we would do that. Mm-hmm. And then the people that did the readings would stand behind what they the documents that they gave the TI. That would help us out greatly, but we'd have to find the people we're willing to do that. But many people that have been scanned, they're told not to share it, or they might have a court case, or so. Well, there's obstacles in every which way we we got to go. But what we got to do is figure out how to get around those obstacles to maneuver into the positions where we can push ourselves out front to get the responses that we need from people. Right, so you think you're saying you think you need the concrete evidence first before yeah we're uh, gonna need concrete evidence alleg- alleg- allegations because I know some some agencies will actually investigate based on just allegations well, you don't necessarily if you have some agencies have- that you think will send me an email and I'll start sending them information and and send packets and stuff like I do to other people. Okay. Like you mean the ACLU? Like keep keep hitting the ACLU or uh well, actually <clears throat> Interesting well, enough, the ACLU you guys may not realize this, but being you mentioned it, they're starting to come around, believe it or not. They have some new flyers that are on their website that I was gonna share with everybody. I just hadn't not, got around to it. It's not actually their flyers though. If you read the bottom of the flyer it says this is what how the ACLU should act. Yeah, but I'm talking if you go actually to the ACLU uh, website, they're mm-hmm. actually starting against uh, electromagnetic frequencies and stuff. I believe they had their, their own flyer on it now. Somebody okay. sent me an email, of, an email about it to me recently, and I went and looked because I questioned the flyers because I'd seen the one that you're talking about. I have a copy of that right here on my computer, but this other one actually was from them. I don't know if somebody can jot over there or not. For some reason, my internet's down when I got home. Uh, is just the ACLU.org? I believe so. Mm-hmm. My phone is. I'm trying to get my. I'm trying to get the website up. But yeah, these are all great ideas, guys. Yeah, I'll look for the. I'll look for the agencies. Um, and I think when we approach the ACLU or the um, agencies that, that you're talking about, ma'am, 
like we need to have um maybe some some target individuals who actually have uh outer like evidence evidence of like um cuts and burns and stuff like that i know I know we can make allegations, but it might just make it stronger if um you know some evidence of target individuals with like burns and things like that then it'd really kind of stress the, yeah yeah. I, the only reason why I said, uh, you know, the allegations is because I was I was speaking to somebody today actually, <clears throat> who who said, oh, you know, I believe that this stuff can happen, but you're absolutely right. He said it's hard to it's hard to prove, and and mm-hmm. so I was just coming from that you know point of view that it is hard to prove. There may there may not be a lot of evidence, uh, and so that's why I just said you know some agencies will start an investigation based on allegations. Yeah, yeah and I'll, tell you, else... I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I called the FBI you know, years ago, and, um, you know, I just made the allegation. I told them what I thought was going on, and they actually did They did start an investigation. Um, but it's like it, uh, they're, they're less likely to, to really make it important unless there's some evidence to back it up, you know. And did you know that you could uh, call um, DOJ? And I, I don't know about the I don't know about the uh, <clears throat> FBI, but you can ask for the uh, attorney on on call for that day. And you mm-hmm. can and that attorney on call for that day, you can actually speak to them and uh, run the this information by them, and they will guide you on how to address the issue. Because that's what they're there for. You can just call the DOJ and say, "Can I speak to the attorney on call today?" Mm-hmm. Well, I sent a lot of stuff to the DOJ. And they never once responded. Oh, you oh, you sent it to them and they never responded. Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't mean I'm going to quit trying. Yeah. Yeah. They might be mandated to to not react. Um, to this kind of thing and treat it as a mental thing, but I still think we should call, you know, call and complain, you know, call oh, yeah, and we start complaining because the more that. Well, that's you why can, if it was a group, that's why if it was a, you know, a group more than ten people, for example, all with a similar situated, similarly situated, you know, all complaining about, and there may be, uh, just say, t- ten people in this group are experiencing these type of symptoms, like V2K. Ten people in this group are experiencing microwave burns. Ten people in this group are experiencing something else. You know, like me, I'm dealing with the helicopters and the and the lasers. And um, so, a group that that can bring their issue uh, together in multiple ways. You know, I, I think that would be stronger than if I was just to go to a police officer or to the DOJ or whatever and complain. I'm going to sound crazy, right? But if, if a group of people, a group of 10 or 20, and say, no, all of us are experiencing the same thing, that I think they would be more willing to listen. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as the, the plane flyovers and stuff, uh, I did in my research, I found out that in 2014, the FBI came forward and they admitted that they ran dummy corporations and did low-flying flyovers as surveillance on people. Uh-huh. So what, I'm what just saying that. For? You're saying that 
You're saying I'm that saying that because what's going it, on with me? What I'm saying is, is that uh, that backs up the fact that they do slow-flying planes. And uh, actually, I'm going to share a, a website that you guys can start checking out planes that fly over the top of you to document their, their numbers and stuff like that. And if you're That's really clever thing. with longitude and latitude, you can find out if there's military uh, going over you too, but you have to know your longitude and latitude. Okay. What's the site? <clears throat> um, I can't get on my computer right now because I was going to, Beans uh, Kyle said to go ahead and just use this picture. I was going to send out my uh, newsletter, but as soon as I get done, I will because I don't know the name of it right offhand. But but the other reason why I mention that is because it has been documented. There was many, many uh, things written in the news when that came out that the FBI admitted what they were doing. So that substan- helps substantiate what TIs are saying about flyovers and stuff. And there's an article about drones, too. I believe somebody just got busted using a drone for something wrong as far as stalking. Really? Yeah, and what... What is that information that, that you said the FBI admitted that? Um, I, I can't get in. I can't get online right now okay. to bring That's up the right. link. Uh-huh. Okay. What's your site? Can I find it on your site? Mike, you know what? It's funny. I can't. I can't get to my internet for some reason right now as I'm talking to you all. This is crazy. Yeah, my internet. Uh-huh. When I got home, my internet was shut down, which was kind of odd. Yeah, so this is my phone. I usually can get on, but I have a VPN that's all the way uh, being blocked from China, so that could be why my VPN is connected to China, so that could be why I can't get on. Maybe I have to change it to another country. Yeah, and and you know, Guest29 said that if, if you tell anybody you're being messed with helicopters or aircraft or messing with you, that you'll be committed yeah, I wouldn't suggest repeating that a lot, but what I would suggest is documenting it. Keep your journals, guys. Write it down. Um, well, if it's, you funny, look, it's funny you say that because I'm not – go ahead. I, I don't mean to cut you off. Go uh, ahead. I'm gonna I was just going to say that something. there's a guy that had extensive flyovers, and he went – it's a huge freedom of information. I mean, he did mass freedom of information, then he had to go by company by company. And this guy really did a lot of research, and what he found out in the end was – when he got done with it, is he found out that there was all these flight, flights going over that he recorded and stuff, but there was no documentation of the flights ever existing. And I do believe he finally got somebody to look into it. So right he, now I would just document How did he capture the flight? How did he capture the actual flight? Well, I believe some of it he did through binoculars getting tail numbers, and I believe the rest was through apps. It was quite some time ago. Uh-huh. But if you, when I found I found it when I was looking for freedom of information documents regarding these crimes, and there was just a ton of this guy filed uh, document after document. I mean, freedom of information act after freedom for documents over and over and over. Did he ever get anything? He did get some stuff. I don't remember what all because it was just such massive amount of information, and you know. There has been some Freedom of Information Acts that have been filed on this, but the amount of money that they wanted to get all the paperwork was astronomical. Oh, wow. I didn't know it cost, <laughs> you know, to get documents through the Freedom of Information Act. I thought it was free. Yeah. 
Um, sometimes they mm-hmm. waive fees. Sometimes they charge fees. Yeah. Yeah. And, however, though, what if you? What if this guy had actually had video footage of uh, the actual? Uh, you know the 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 actual way the planes were, were moving. You know, it's just like I showed somebody a video and they looked at it and said that is not a plane. You see it, you see it moving, right? But you see it moving very slowly. This is in real time, and you see it stop, and it it hides behind other lights that are that are. You know, I'm on a top floor, so it so you so looking out the window, you can see other lights, uh, you know, uh, on top of buildings or whatever, you know, and so it so it deliberately moves very slowly and might try to blend in with the other lights to kind of hide, but then it has to move. You see this one light, you see all the other lights stationary, but you see this one light moving very very slowly almost in slow motion, and how can a plane do that? Or how can a regular plane do that? And then it'll stop. It'll stop and come close, and the light will beam very brightly, and then it will hover. It will stay in one spot, and it will stay there for 30 minutes. How can that happen? What type of aircraft can do that? And so if this person had had, like, video footage, of that activity of that plane, along with all of the other information that he was providing, do you think he would have had a little bit more success? Um, I I don't know. I think he probably did have videos and stuff. But I urge everybody document whether if you whether you think it's part of it or not. If it's strange happening around you, document it because you never know what's going to happen when this stuff comes to light. And the more documentation that each GI has, and their written journals and stuff. That's going to be all things that hopefully we can all have get looked at, and they're going to go, wow, to show the scope of this, especially if we can really start, when we get this awareness up to the point that I'd like to see it, then we can start getting the mainstream media uh, involved Mm -hmm. in this. And I think that will help our our cause greatly when we get to that point. And we're going to make Kyle the front man. Front man. You're going to be the front man. Nope. You've been doing this a lot longer than me. Yeah, my videos are very, they're very raw. Like, I was just thinking about it today. I see a lot of, um, you know, these people are doing false flag videos and stuff like that on the Las Vegas shooting. And, you know, they edit it together with um, kind of, you know, clips. I'd love to do video. Like, I'm going to really, really try and get through some of the, um, you know, some of the hacks in my computer. So I can start making, start editing some stuff, make it look more professional. You know? Well, I, I hope so because I'd like to get that project done that me and you were talking about. And, you know, yeah. uh, something else while we're talking about this, guys, I urge all of you guys to get four people and get their phone numbers, that you, TIs that you enjoy talking about and stuff, and keep in constant communication with them. We need to build a very intense network. So if something happens to somebody or we need to get information out or spread things, we can use all this together, people that you talk to on a regular basis, you know. And uh, another good way that is, too, is 
for venting and getting things off so it doesn't build up in your system and cause you extra anxiety and uh, stuff like that. And also it gives you an avenue. Like I have certain people I talk to, and I, I don't share everything that's going on in my life on the calls, and I do that for certain reasons. And maybe some of the people that I talk to get tired of that, but uh, it's nice to have somebody that I can just go vent and say anything I want to and get it out. And I hope yeah. all of you guys will do that and get journals put together and uh, keep, something keep I need documenting. To do. I don't have a journal, but I guess I need to do that. Start writing stuff down, times and stuff yeah. like that. Start yeah. writing it down, documenting. Yeah. It's going to be one of the keys. You know what? It would be good. I mean, if if you would, if TIs want to do this, is make a video journal. Even if you're not going to put the stuff out like on YouTube or anywhere else, um, you know, make a video journal so you can kind of keep track of, you know, uh, how you're communicating. Um, you know, do, I mean, writing journals. But I've just noticed how I go back to my older videos and I was like, okay, well, that's kind of how it was then. I keep kind of keep track of myself um and it's just it's good to have you know video testimonials just in case we do need them you know you know um what i've done um for the last about four years i've i created an excel spreadsheet and what i i did was and i do it every every day almost i've got pages and pages of stuff and you put a um, a line of, of date and time and then another column of time and then you go into um your description of what's going on and I've been doing that for a long time, but also um, I've been starting this is that when I start feeling overwhelmed by the pressure or whatever's going on at that moment, I will sit at my computer and make a video, and I will say at that moment how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling, what's mm-hmm. going on around me, and I, and I document it, and I think maybe if we don't have hard evidence, but if we have enough of wow. these videos at different dates, different times, and we can bring these together, hey, you know, we don't have really, you know, evidence to show the, um, the microwave coming through our home, but we have evidence how we're feeling at that time. Right. Oh, my goodness. That's a good idea. Yeah. I never thought Definitely. about doing that. Oh, Definitely. my goodness. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because if there's one thing that I'm I'm positive about that we have to start doing, and I know from talking to a lot of TIs, they don't like this idea. We really got to start putting faces to this crime, because that's the way a lot of many things overcame. You know, even during the civil rights, if you notice the last part of their fight, their big biggest pushes they started putting faces to what was going on, and that makes it more human. And they dehumanize us. Every day, that's part of how they get people, you know, they go out and spread lies and rumors about people. And that's how they get this, uh, these other psychopaths, narcissistic people to get involved in these crimes against us. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I want to ask you a question about your computer. Mm-hmm. So um, you say they continue to hack into your computer so yeah. and they uh, what are they disabling? They're disabling your internet. Is that what they're doing? They do that. Like yesterday, they just uh, like this little um, exclamation point came on my little uh, wireless symbol, um, and it was like a privacy error. So they go in and they create a glitch with my wireless, um, and then I'll have that for a couple of hours. 
um, or or it's like they'll um, there will be a program running because like I'll restart or I'll turn off my computer and it'll say this program needs to stop and it won't show the name for the program. So they're running some kind of program where it's like if I go like say I'm going to TalkShoe um, like TalkShoe Live, they can just stop that web page and make it pull up no no web page. Um, like or having trouble pulling up the web page, you know, with the thing with the little dinosaur on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they can, I, I mean, they have. can do pretty much anything. Or, or if I'm like, if I'm trying to upload a YouTube video, they'll let me go to that page, and then when it's uploading, going to 100%, they'll just freeze it. They'll freeze it somehow. They're, they're, you know, um, I don't know how do they're doing. A, it. Do you have a a, a network like a router? Well, how yeah. are you getting on the internet? You have a router. Yeah, I'm getting on wirelessly. I have a modem. Okay, so yeah. okay, so then they're getting in that way. Okay, so do you have a cell phone? Uh, yeah, and the, and they have a harder time getting in my iPhone for some reason. Okay, can... so do you have a hotspot? Okay, let me tell you how you can just completely eliminate all of that. Don't use your router for now until you can maybe. Maybe get a new one or or figure out something with that. But but to to if and every evening turn your computer off when you finish using it, turn it off and then turn it back on. But let me tell you what you can do. Your iPhone has a hotspot, and, and you, you, you go if you go under the general tab, and then if you go under about, you're gonna see the name of your phone. It, it should say iPhone. Change the name of that. Uh, iPhone to, you know, Walker Smith or whatever, or tall building or tree, whatever name you want to give it. Uh-huh. Every time you get ready to get on the internet, each and every time, give that iPhone a new name. Once you change it under general, then you go to your hotspot and you turn your hotspot on. And when you try to get on the internet, that new name is going to come up on your computer. For you to for you to, to that network uh, that you the, the new name that you named uh, your phone is going to come mm-hmm. up. You're going to see it, and you click on that. So doing that every time will prevent them from being able to hack into your computer. So you're so you're using your the Bluetooth on your phone. Don't use of, your Bluetooth. Like, Never use your Bluetooth. Nope. It's a that's going to cost a lot of money, right? Well, it's going to cost a lot of money. You have a built-in hotspot. It doesn't cost anything. We have a built-in hotspot in our, um, like, in your where iPhone. we live? Your phone, your okay. iPhone. Right. Well, I know I know you can, like, I can have the modem off. And I can still use the Internet on the iPhone because of Bluetooth, but I didn't know Don't that there was the a hotspot. No, I've never you, found have, it. you have Bluetooth capability and you have personal hotspot capability. The reason why you don't want to use your Bluetooth is because they can get all of your phone contacts, all your photos. They can get everything if you use your Bluetooth. If you if you mm-hmm. use your hotspot, that only permits you to get online. Okay. So so if you go to your hot if you go first thing you need to do is go to general, change the name of your iPhone. You go to general, and then you go to about, and and you're gonna see the name iPhone. Change it. Like mine says iPhone, I'm going to change it to Walker. Okay, mm-hmm. I just changed it, right? So now I go go back. Now I go back to, I'm still in settings. 
I go back to my personal hotspot, and all I do is turn it on. There's a password. So when I connect my computer to wireless, it's going to pick up that new name. It's going to see that name because I just turned my hotspot on. And you type in your password, and it's going to ask you, do you want to share this? You say no. You don't want to share this hotspot with anyone. You just want to be able to use it yourself. Then they will not be able to hack into your computer ever again, each because you're going to change the name each and every time you get on the Internet. Okay. That sounds awesome. Does it cost to be in the hotspot, or it's it's free? No, it's a it's free. It's a built in. It's built in with your iPhone, and okay. most phones now have free. Most phones now, most smartphones have a hotspot capability where you don't have to pay anything to use it because it's connected to your service. Okay, it's connected. I think to what Kyle's phone. asking is, is it going to cost data minutes? Because a lot yeah. of them do cost data minutes. Will it cause? You, it might cause. It might. It depends on how much data you have already. It's going to use some data. It's going to use some data. Now I don't know if it's going to go over. You know, maybe you can limit your time if you don't want to use all your data. It's gonna. It's gonna generate data usage, but you know, it depends upon how much data usage you have within that month. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be that much data usage, though. Uh, you can you can Google Hotspot and see how how it works with your your data usage, how much data does it use, or whatever you can you can Google that. But I keep my yeah. Wi-Fi turned off, and I see. use my on my phone. I keep I keep it turned off, and I haven't gone over. And and if I keep my Wi-Fi on my phone turned off, I'm using data minutes. So, but I'm not going overboard with it, even mm-hmm. when I use my Hotspot. Is not using up all of that data. Does the Android have hotspots? Yes. Do you know? Yes. You can How do, do the I same find thing it? with your Android. How, How do, do I find, find it? it? Yeah. Androids are made, uh, you know, uh, you go to, your, I know you go to your settings. Okay. Let me see. I, I, I'm looking at this other Oh, thing. wait a minute. I just found it. Mobile hotspot and tethering. That's it. Yes. So you don't want the tethering. You want you want the hotspot though. So I would tethering turn that on if I want to go out there and surf. Yes. Oh. Yep. You would do that. You can be anywhere and use that. How 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 secure is that though? It's very secure because it's only on your phone. It's only and it has a password. No one else knows it but you. Nobody can get to it but you. Okay, because um, what I'm seeing here is it. just a button that I turn on. Um, it, it's off right now, so I would turn it on, but I don't see what it's going to ask me for a, a password. Because there's another, Android has another, it, it's two steps. Okay. Um, let me let me find it, if I see if I can find it here, because um, I, I'm looking at somebody else's phone to try to find it. Um, I believe if you're in a public hotspot, you could be you, somebody could worm into your system real easily. Actually, no, that's why you say you own. Oh, really? If you're in a yes. public hotspot, yeah, 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 they can get into it real easy. Yeah, I always keep the Bluetooth you, and you, the hotspot off. If and I try not to use public Wi-Fi. Yes. 
public is terrible. I mean, you're taking a huge gamble. Huge. Especially if you have public, something that's worth anything on your spot, tablet. Public hotspot would be uh, somebody else's public hotspot. Um, yeah, you go to Starbucks but you're and, all, and you use their hotspot. Right. Right. Anything right. on but, that list but, is no good. <laughs> but your hotspot on your cell phone is protected. Yes. Because there's a password that that person would have to put in. Public hotspot. But as that only pertains to your account. It's not like you're just stepping into a hotspot. Right. It's your account. It's on your phone, and That's no one can we... access it. And if you change the name each time you use it, then you, you're really stopping anybody from hacking into it because they got to go through all kind of changes to find the name, you know, and, and they have to go through all kind of changes, especially with the iPhone. I don't know about the Android, but I know the iPhone they have to first find the name, and you can tell your computer don't sh- don't share this this hotspot name. So they have to go through a whole lot of changes to look for it and find it. By that time, you've done your, you know, you're searching on the internet, got all the information you want, and then you're shutting your computer down, and they can't find you. So that's just one way of of stopping the hacking. Because that's how I was able to do it. Because they were doing me the same way. I'm definitely going to try that or so I can, uh, you know, upload to YouTube and do some projects maybe. Yeah, it would definitely help you do that. Kyle, I want to make another suggestion for you, and this is what I just did um, yesterday. Um, I have my uh, router, my Seuss router here, and my home got broken into when I was um, evacuating for the um, Hurricane Irma. Um Anyhow, my uh, internet has been acting crazy like, like you guys are talking. Uh, my Mac isn't performing. I couldn't figure this out. So what I did is that you can go back and do factory resets on your router. Um, like I called ASUS, and they, they walked me through it. And we cleaned out the router so that it, it's now performing better. And you might want to try that as, as a, a part of this uh, big conglomerate that we're trying to, you know, make ourselves safe by. So I would highly recommend going and getting that router and um, making a factory uh, default. It'll wipe out all that stuff that's in there. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Okay. Everybody has the right tablet, too. I just want to tell you that worked for my Verizon tablet too. We wiped everything out. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, because you, yeah. well, you find like I find that if I restart my computer, it kind of shakes them all. So it's like if you reset stuff, you know, get it back. Yeah, I mean that that, that stuff definitely works. Factory right. reset just wipes everything out they've added, all the malware, the whole thing. Just yeah, yeah, and, and unplug it every now and then so you get a different IP address. So that's what I keep doing. I, I unplug it. I don't let it sit. I unplug the back of it, and then I plug it back in, and, and it generates a new IP address. It's, you know, it's it's not static. <laughs> well, you know, it's also good. I can't tell you how to do it right now because I can't get online, but it's also good to uh, clean out your DNS cache. Once in a while. And okay, you could, where do you, and you could find that? 
Oh, just yeah, type yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. type in your Windows, your whatever operating system, DNS, clear DNM, DNS cache. Okay. Oh, okay. I found found for the uh, Android how you how you see the password when you go to tethering. When you go to tethering, let me see. When you go to tethering, then you click on where it says Wi-Fi hotspot. Just tap on that, and so it's going to tell you set up your Wi-Fi hotspot. It's going to give you the name of your Wi-Fi hotspot. And you click on set it up, so you can put you can put a pat you can change your you can change the name of it there, and then you can uh, actually add a password there too. If you want to add a new password, so this allows you to give it a whole new name also. Okay, you know under Wi-Fi I... name. Uh-huh. Okay, so. Uh, well, I don't want to take everybody's time up on this. Is is there a way that maybe I could give you um, an email address and I can connect with you and ask you a question on this? Sure, sure. Let me let me uh, let me write it down. Okay, let me get a pen. Sorry, I don't have a pen right by me. Okay, here's one. What's your email address? Um, it's B as in boy, Z as in zebra, four mm-hmm. two. At Outlook.com. Okay. And and this, BZ, B's and Boy, Z's and Zebra, 4-2 at Outlook. And this is Sue from Florida. Okay. All right. I'll see your email, Susan. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. You're welcome. You know, something I'd like to mention, too, that's activism. I know a lot of people talking about this shooter, and in many ways it seems like uh, people in the community, I I realize it's news, but it seems like a lot of people in the community are trying to tie the shooter some way into our community and stuff. Personally, I think that's a bad idea for us to keep talking about it and going over it and stuff. And uh, so I I just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. you know, like there's some other shootings on campuses and stuff, and nobody really got into that. But this whole thing, people talking about it, and you, know, you think about people joining our calls and stuff and hearing so much uh, talk about it and stuff, I, I personally don't think that's helping us at all, and I don't think it has anything really to do with us, um, unless some type of technical infor- you know, documentation or something comes out, ties it to us. So i just like to throw that out there. Like I said, it's just my personal opinion on that. Well, let me share my opinion, please. I think it's a horrible <laughs> idea to connect us to this shooter because this guy just killed how many people? We don't know the whole all the circumstances, but we do not need to be connected to that kind of activity. They're already trying to say we're crazy. They're already trying to put us behind bars. They're already trying to work up something that will deactivate us. The last thing we need to do is give them an excuse. And that's what I think. <laughs> Is that kind of what you meant, Terry? Yeah. Yeah. I just think all the talk about it and people come listening to us and stuff, it doesn't paint us in the best light. And, uh-uh. 
like I've been saying for, you know, since I've got into this fight, we need the mainstream things, be very careful about what we talk about and stuff. Because we never know that there could be a senator online right now or FBI agent listening to help us or anything. So uh, we have a really great group here that's joining in on these calls. So I hope you guys will consider that when you join on other calls and maybe throughout the week, if you agree, say, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't spend so much time on it. But if you notice after this incident happened, it's been huge. Everybody's just emails and emails and and all this. And that fascination with this type of stuff doesn't help us paint us in a good light. It really doesn't. And I, I just wanted to throw that in there. I hope nobody's upset about that. No, I was a little bit horrified on Derek's call last night. Um, I know Barbara probably doesn't mean anything bad by it, but she's like, you know, uh, she's thinking about going to the FBI and telling them that, you know, she talked to him on one of our calls, which I was horrified. I was horrified because, yeah. like, to, to off of a, oh, a conversation that, had you know, had Las Vegas in it to call the FBI and get them questioning, you know, our moderators and, and connecting us with that. Wow, I was, I was horrified. But I did... Um, on the other hand, I you know, and I'm not saying he was a target individual, but did y'all hear that he worked for Lockheed Martin? Did y'all hear that part? Yeah, I heard that. That's a little bit, and I'm not saying that he was a targeted individual like us, um, but, you know, he worked for Lockheed Martin, and they're hip deep, you know, in this stuff. So it may have been something on their level. Um, that's not actually like a general protocol for target individuals like us, but something, you know, um, something, a a, a bit more than, than what we're going through, like some kind of setup or something. But I, I mean, I wouldn't call him like a TI or TI, you know, no. there's some, some very suspicious stuff around that whole thing. Yeah, I was a bit... I, 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 I didn't want... Me too. Me too, Kyle. All yeah. I, I don't... And I don't think she is, you know? No. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think that um she's going to go to the FBI. Because everybody on the call was saying the same thing we are. It's like, let's distance ourselves from this. Yeah. Um, it is the worst mass shooting in history, right? Well, besides yeah. the indigenous... Besides the American Indian that we slaughtered. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. the first, the the uh, worst uh, mass shooting, modern, like yeah. modern mass shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now we got fires and mass shooters and hurricanes coming at. We sure do. I can't Did smell any smoke. There, there's a fire up here around here in Northern California, but I, I figure as long as I can't smell the smoke, I don't have to worry. <laughs> I mm-hmm. hope that's true. Yeah. How do they not stop those fires? I mean, it's just so hot, hot that a tree... Like, I mean, don't they have some kind of technology? Yeah. They can't monitor, you know, yeah. these, these high-risk areas? You want to hear yeah. something weird? There was a very... Uh, I had to evacuate about, I don't know, about a year, yeah, about two years ago. And um, the thing is, what I didn't notice until some people mentioned it later, we did not hear one siren. The firemen were kind of standing around. 
And it was burning homes. It was burning a lot of acreage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get it. You know? That's a little scary. Yeah. That's that's the thing about, and I know we don't want to get too much on this topic, but I've been I have been researching the Las Vegas shooter, um, just so I would you know I'd I'd know things about it, um, you know, in case it came up on calls or whatever. But there was like no EMS workers like up in that um, that concert. Like there were police at all these places. It's like there's. The, the, these huge events where all this stuff is going on, there's not a lot of uh, huh. first responders in the middle of it, you know? Uh, like the fires and then the shooting, and it just it gives it more of a... Um, huh. It just gives it more of a drill, like we're doing a drill uh, type of feeling. We're, we're, yeah. To it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I honestly I do I think that the the shooter thing was a a false flag. I think that it was an, a drill event, like and they had um, crisis actors. And I know I'll, I'll probably be deemed as a monster for this, but I'm like looking at all the footage, and they actually had these things where like these people get into this cab driver's car, and the cab driver just happens to be videotaping everything. And the things that the people are saying are so bizarre, and it's it seems like a, a movie production. Like they did actually have crisis actors making videos of it, and it's like you hear you you watch the whole concert thing, and there's a lady filming it, and she's like, I don't see anybody who's been injured, and then they bring a guy on, like it's to really just uh I don't know, it's re- if you start looking into it, it seems like. I don't know. Seems it seems like there's some stuff that's uh, not going some on. Some of it was that. staged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You start mm-hmm. really looking at these. So you know what would be cool I was thinking about for this call each week is everybody that joins brings one good thing to tell us that happened during the week. Okay. Each week. Okay. And uh, I don't know if I've told this group or not, but um, I think something that we should work on is uh, making a list of five things that we've lost since this targeting started against us and put them in the order that we would like to see them return or in the order of most feasible and uh, start working on those goals and how we can obtain it and maybe we can share them with each other and what we can do to uh, help each other out in retaining those. Okay. Yes, bringing us back into normalcy again, bringing our lives back. Centered. Re- regaining what has been stolen. Right. Absolutely. And and I believe the group that we can do this. I'm really impressed with the people that we get on here and they were talking about activism and stuff. And this is this is turning out to be a very positive call, like I was hoping so, on a weekly basis. And some great ideas. Um, 
if anybody wants to come up with a card and some of those other flyers we talked about earlier, that would be great. And uh, I urge you guys to take a look at um, Sue's flyer that she came up with. It's on my website. And I'm going to repost the new flyer for Ella's website that will be up. And hopefully uh, Neil will get a, a copy of the flyer for his website so I can have it up so you guys can download those too if you like. And also something else um, I'd like you guys to think about on uh, to bring back. What other groups can we connect with, you know, like websites or organizations that, about this? You know, uh, one thing that I found interesting, I've got a few me emails from Australia, but I don't know of any groups that are actually in Australia. So if anybody wants to take some time and, and see who might be over there that we can, uh, you know, start sharing some information with because they have a lot of targeting going on there too. And uh, maybe in England, any any places, you know, in some few spots in Canada that maybe we can get to work with and start networking to work more on a better basis. And if you guys got any ideas on how to, um, I guess the best word would be to advertise this, maybe some article, some type of well-written articles, that, that short, but, you know, short, but to the point that we can put in the paper are uh, also graphics that have some short writings on them to be made that you can, um, what is that one called, um, Instagram? Uh, I was talking with some people about trying to take advantage of that in some way, and I think we could do that through, instead of sending pictures, maybe um, sending, you know, uh, graphics, take pictures of those and, and post them. What do you guys think? I have no idea what Instagram is. Yeah, me neither. Is it, is it kind of just hey, like Linda, a... Hey, oh. stop that laughing. <laughs> you sound like me. I just am so glad somebody else is here who's not exactly techno-savvy. <laughs> I love it. Well, what it is, it's, it's, I, I guess from what I understand, I'm going to have to do some research. It was just a suggestion that was put out and I'm sharing with you guys is that it's like a selfie type thing. You take a selfie and it can tell you where your location is and what's going on if you want to project that. But uh, if we just took pictures of um, graphics that had different little key information on it and sent it out, maybe we could start getting a following and get some of those people involved. It's just an idea. I'm trying to find out every social media avenue that we can take advantage of because Facebook is not liking me. Too. Yes, what Snapchat. About, uh, I, I don't have it, but I had a roommate that used to use it a lot. Like everywhere she went, she would uh, Snapchat wherever she was. Like, And that would be a great thing. Uh, I think if we're handing out flyers or doing activism to, to Snapchat, all that around it around you know it can go viral or yeah, uh, James James Lyko was talking about Periscope which is kind of the same thing uh, I'm not so sure what Periscope is you can take a picture of the gang stalkers and, and immediately Twitter it out to the world mm -hmm. my understanding is that's what that is it kind of use you kind of use it with with um, tweet 
Twitter, whatever that is. Yeah, that's so. So you guys research some so, other social media that we can use. If anybody comes a brilliant idea, I can get back on uh, Facebook. Well, so like um, <laughs> popular social media sites right now. So maybe we should find like number four, and then start doing stuff there, and then find the next most popular, you know, most used. Okay, well, um, Beans, you said that. What's what's something that's like Facebook? I know there's another one out there. I just don't remember the name of it. MySpace, which I MySpace. think that's gone though. I think MySpace is gone though. AOL um, does AOL still have a chat kind of thing going on? Uh, I think that went away in 1980, Linda. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. And I loved it. What about, what about, <laughs> did you say 1980? No. What <laughs> I was just joking. I was joking. <laughs> is, there, is, there a Google, is there a Google chat thing? Um, yeah. No, I don't I think, think of Google, Google Hangout. Google yeah, well, I don't know how to get on there. It's very popular. It's popular. <laughs> Not That's for popular. Me. Well, how about yeah, you, but... Susan? How about you and Google Chat? Do. Go- so uh, Google I'm sorry. Hangout? What? I was saying, how about you and Google Chat? You too? Me too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Google, sure. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sue and I have got that down. No problem. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right with you, Linda. I'm right with you. Well, y'all don't feel bad because, like, I I, I mean, I do Facebook and YouTube, but, like, my, you know, my roommate, who Uh he was on, like, Snapchat and all these different dating sites (laughs) and things. I mean, so so about 10 years younger than me, they're just, they're on all these things, Google Hangouts and you know, on every type of social media, and I'm—I mean, I even feel left behind. I'm like, I can do YouTube, I can do Facebook, but you know, <laughs> so the next generation has like ten social social media outlets. You know, which did he, uh, did he have much of a life? He sounds like he oh, was a bit addicted. Well, that's that's how she that's how she had her life. She'd Snapchat with people that she met, and they would start dating, and it was all through her life and her friends. It was all through these social media outlets, you know, which I don't really do that that well. You know, like, I, I have to call somebody, be around them, you know, yeah. maybe text, yeah. but she everything, all the, all the social stuff that they would do uh, wow. in real life uh, yeah. was guided by all that social media. I mean, it's how they live. Snapchatting and... Um, yeah, mostly Snapchatting and Skype yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new way to live. Yeah. Apparently, wow. But at least, at least Snapchat—it's not like um, just texting stuff, so you're not showing your face, you know, yeah. so that a bunch of creepos can yeah. come in. I mean, you have to show who you are and stuff like that. So at least yeah. they're getting maybe a little bit safer, um, you know, for youngsters that use it. For the youngsters. Yeah. So is there a social media that's very close to Facebook? I think there is. I don't remember the name. And it's not, MySpace is gone, but there is another one. Uh, But it's just not as popular. You know, Facebook is the thing. Um, But I know there is. I just, um, I can't remember the name. 
Well, hopefully I can, when I'm done here, maybe I can get, figure out what's wrong with my internet and get back on and get busy. My, back my into the fight. Anything, do they? Like, my attackers can turn my internet off whenever they want. Like, I'll yep. be watching the TV show and they can just turn that emergency, like a little uh, exclamation point, just yep. turn it off, you know, and I'll turn my computer off and turn it back on and the internet is just out. Like, they've somehow mess something up with its connection to the yep. server, uh, which they either get my maintenance guy to go do something manually at the condo, or they know somebody in AT&T. My attackers, I, I'm pretty sure they know somebody within my wireless carrier because my bills have been crazy. Like, the uh, the late fees and stuff like that are unfair. They're putting yeah. them on, yeah. like, you know, even, like, five days. Like the new bill will come out, and then five days later, thirty more dollars is put on there. Ow. It's it's insane. And then they uh like they're they can just stop my internet whenever they want. You know they can freeze up pages. So. You know when they mess with that, you can just unplug. You know you can unplug your router, and that will oftentimes de deprogram what they're trying to pull. Yeah, I try. I I turn the modem uh yeah. you know off and then back on. Yeah. But sometimes they do something with the server, so it's like it's not even at at the point of my modem. It's what it's the server that my modem is connecting to. They create problems with that. Huh. So the next time they do it, I gotta call AT and T and kick up a yeah. fuss and get them kind of watching my account because I think they have you know somebody participating in gang stalking who just yeah. works with AT and T yeah. and kind of just go to my account and go boop, you know. You might want to. You might want to ask your. Your co- your service companies to put in writing what their late fee policy is, because that's uh-huh. that's outrageous. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, well, I have to. Yeah. First of all, I, well, first of all, I have to pay sixty dollars for a phone line and an internet in my internet, right? And I said, yeah. well, I don't want the phone line. I'm not going to use the phone. They said, okay, we'll take your phone line out, and it's still sixty dollars. Right. And I said, well, what do you mean? Me. Okay. Yeah. It's like they're like they're like, well, you might as well have the phone line because. Yeah, you know, it's going to be yeah. the same price. So and I, I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, but they can also control your modem better with a phone line too. That's why I think they <laughs> wanted to keep it there. They didn't really? To me, yeah. In fact, they I will not disconnect that. it. I have told them I want it disconnected, and they just won't. Oh, I may need to try and get mine disconnected. Just pay sixty dollars yeah. for the internet if it's going to, you know, give them an easier line in. Yeah, I think that's what that's about. Mm-hmm. You're right, it Linda. Weird, it does like, give them yeah. an easier way to get in. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just pick up the phone and dial in and mess with your, you know, mess with your modem. Because oh. they will not, they will not delete mine. What What do you have, Kyle? Do you have fiber optics or are you uh, coax? Uh, I think I have fiber optics for the newest thing is. I didn't want it, but they were like, no, we're giving you the fiber optics, 5G, it's all the best. And I was like, can I just get what I had at my yeah, old condo? Really, They're like, really. no, no, it goes along with it, the the highest tech fiber optic. We're going to have to go redo things on the, uh, you know, the line outside. We're going to have to redo things in the manual part of the, the server in your, in your condo. We're going to have to redo it all because it's a new technology. And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm all paranoid. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. Pa- yeah. I'm like, God, you know, they're probably probably setting it up, you know, setting it up yeah. so they can shoot me with so my So who do you have? Because, uh, I, because they never had to do that with me. They just 
you know, it 5G just showed up. Eight, so, eight, like, well, no, I, I mean, I, I said the the all the five G stuff. What what he said really when he was hooking up all the new fiber optic stuff, he's like, you know, five G is coming out, so we're, we we got to get ready for that. So we're uh, you know, so the the new stuff they're installing works better with it. So it's not like he installed five G, but it's like their their upgrades are preparing. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I meant. That's Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Interesting enough, if you guys get a cell phone and you're having problems, um, I know some people don't like Verizon, but if you're getting disconnected for getting on a lot of calls, Verizon has not kicked me off. They've been very good about all the talk calls and calls that I do, and two other companies <laughs> did kick me off. And T-Mobile said they absolutely would kick somebody off if they got on, so that's uh, something to, to pay attention to if you guys look or get a cell phone. Good to know. Don't get bondage either. They'll mess with you. Quickly. <clears throat> By the way. They tell you you can have bondage. We'll tell you you can do anything you want. You can take any com- any conference calls you want. And then when you do, then they, they send you a message and ask you, what are you doing? All you know, you can't do that. Mm. Did anybody see the link that? Oh, I was just, uh, I, uh, Perry? Go ahead. Yeah, I, was, I have Verizon also. I have a prepay Verizon, which means I just buy pop-up cards and I just uh, pay that way. Um, but, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't have any problems, even with conference calling. I could be on the call on the phone all day. It's totally cool. I haven't had any issues coming up from Verizon. However, um but my, my, I have a simple, basic flip phone, and um, I, I think my phone is hacked, totally hacked, because um, um, I, I've seen where um, the attackers um, take over my phone, where I can't even press the keyboard. I mean, it's frozen. It's parallel. The phone won't, won't work, and I have to take a little tiny battery out that comes in it, which is very easy to do, and a basic flip phone, and put it back in again and start over again. And sometimes, even doing that, the uh, keypad may be frozen. So it all depends. Um, so I, I, so I don't think they have. I don't think the perpetrators necessarily have to know anyone of Verizon for that. I don't think it's hard to do that to somehow. Um, and get the SIM card number of the little phone and uh, and kind of and clone it. So once once the phone's cloned, then pretty much anything anything can be done on it. And I think I think my phone's cloned. So I just wanted to say that. But also another uh, another carrier, uh, um, a prepaid carrier that's really good is Virgin Mobile. I was with them for many many years, and I never had a problem on the conference calls either. Um, so, and there's lots of new ones on the market now, and they want your business, so I don't think they would give anyone a problem because uh, they, want, they want you to pay them every month. And, and, and usually when you're with prepay, they, they don't pay much attention to you because they kind of look at, like, like 18, I don't know about AT&T, but um, for at least Verizon kind of looks down upon the prepays. There's a different department for us than there is regular, you know, regular Verizon, and um, I don't know, they just kind of um, get a little snooty, like, um, you know, like you're not the same thing on the same level. 
they kind of ignore us, which is which is to to actually to my advantage that they ignore me, pretty much. That they don't. In other words, the um, they're, they're they're not watching the prepays. They're they're pretty much uh, watching the regular the regular phones. I think Verizon is. And but but Terry, you don't have any problems with them, so they probably don't care about conference calls anyway. They just care about the the business. You know, the business every month probably. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, I found something here um, on a on a um, it's called Google Plus, and it's supposed to be something brand new that they just launched in 2015. That is supposed to be, um, uh, you know, not like Facebook, but it looks like to me when I get into it, there's topics uh, uh, like um, areas. Let me see if I can get back in there. Um, Hang on. Uh, let's see. Rolled out 2015. Um, okay. When I get in there, there's like podcasts. There is um, travel photography. There's there's contemporary stuff. My thoughts. Uh, so it looks like you can you can create something, and then they follow you. Um, unknown mysteries. Um, you know. And that's called Google Stuff. Google Plus. It's a plus sign. Oh, Google. Google and it's a plus sign. Okay? Now, the other thing is, um, you guys know about Pinterest, right? <coughs> no? No, what's Nobody that? Nobody knows Pinterest? Pinterest? Pinterest is, again, um, and they do have, no, I think about that, targeting stuff in there. Um, Pinterest is, again, you follow people uh, when you, you can... Um, uh, upload your information and you share it with with other people, and then they follow you uh, and they will tag you. Um, so I use Pinterest for my own pleasure, uh, but I found out that there is um, targeting information sitting in there, and I forgot about it right now. Uh, we do have stuff sitting in there on Pinterest. P I N T E R E-S-T, Pinterest. It's really easy to use, really easy. And you can find anything from recipes to books to whatever you want. That sounds so, interesting. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of fun. You'll, you'll love it. And it's called Pinterest, huh? Pinterest, yes. Yep. Sounds like a, t- a Twitter with more options, you know. Yeah, well, like. like I said, you can upload stuff and share it, and other people mm-hmm. then will find you, and then we start we start then um, following you. It's called, and you build a following. You could build thousands if you want. There are people on there who have thousands people following them. We just need to take over all these things: Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, Google, Google Plus. Just, just saturating them all, just with all of our information. That's Thank a good there's idea. A, there's another one called Reddit. I don't know what that's about. R e d d i t. Reddit. Yeah, I've heard of Reddit. It's that for yeah. is that just for uh, is that for videos? Um, uh, or... see, uh, it's happening. Oh, we have a strong, smart community of people. 
who come together to talk about topics they love while sharing links, photos, and videos relevant to the subreddit topic thread where they're participating. Reddit, Reddit is very popular. Um, it's very, very popular. So Reddit would be a good, yeah, good outlet to check out. I know that's super popular. Okay. People on YouTube there, talk about it all the there's time. There's another one called Flickr. Oh, this is a photo sharing network. Okay, that's what that is. Okay, another one called Swarm by Foursquare. Um, let's see what this is. Um, Foursquare app is now meant to be used as a location discovery tool. Its Swarm app is all about being social. Uh, where your friends are, we're checking in, chat, <clears throat> plan to meet up, all oh, that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, there's one called Kick, instant messaging app. Oh, that's for teens and young adults. Okay, <clears throat> leaves me out. Um, okay, then Shots is another one, but it looks like this for, you know, taking your pick. But that's the ten, um, the ten top ones, social network sites. Facebook, obviously, Twitter, Lincoln. Lincoln's more for um, resumes and stuff like that. Yeah, LinkedIn's more for like businesses connected. Professional, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Reddit would be a good option to check into. I'm gonna look into Reddit. I'll tell you guys okay. that. I'm gonna get an account in Reddit and see it. See what I can do. See if I can put my videos on there and maybe connect with some TIs on Reddit. Um, share some stories, see how see how well that works. I'm going to go into Pinterest, and I'm going to start doing some stuff on there now that I remember that they have targeting um, information sitting in there. Cool. Totally forgot. Those are all good ideas. I love the productivity on this call. Yeah, we're getting stuff done. Sure, this yeah, we got a, some a great TI ideas. conference call. You sure this is a TI conference call? I've never been one where anything is done. I'm just joking. We do. Well, we maybe I'll maybe I'll rename this the "Stop Gang Stalking Crimes with Kids." Yeah. <laughs> we might get beat up by other TIs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll come and bomb our houses. <laughs> well, there goes another TI. <laughs> just for just for the sake of everything, if anybody repeats that comment, just say it came from Linda Costanzo. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, hang it on me, honey. <laughs> Linda Costanzo's whiz kids. That's what the group is. Yeah, that's be right. Linda we'll Costanzo's what? Whiz, whiz kids. kids. Whiz kids. There you go. I've got mm -hmm. whiz kids. Okay. Or, <laughs> or cool. there's some judge that posts on Facebook, and it's her, her judge Janine has fans. How about Linda Costanzo's fans? <laughs> there you <laughs> yeah. go. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> be quoted. Just kidding. I don't want to be quoted. I don't want to be. I know what we could do is we could start a YouTube channel, Linda Costanzo's Whiz Kids, and we could all post our own videos all on that one site. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> the first video we'll post is one from Sue. Yeah, and it will just be Sue and I laughing. 
<laughs> this program's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Come join us. Yeah. That's that would drive, well, you know? Well, the cool thing is when people laugh, it starts other people laughing. You know? Yeah. So it'd be just a good yeah. thing where people can, call, people can tune in and just hear us laugh and start laughing with us. <laughs> that would drive the perps crazy. They're not supposed to be yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Yeah. They're lifting those... Those frequencies, they can't do that. Yeah. Okay, I found something else. Okay, 40 most popular social networking sites of the world. Okay, Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's one. It's called, excuse me, Bebo, B-E-B-O. It's in the United Kingdom. It's the second best social network. Allows users to create social networking profiles for free. Um, you can register a free account. Sites let you connect with old friends, make new ones, um, and it goes into other countries where it connects. But Friendster, Friendster, like it says, friend and S-T-E-R, Friendster, one of the first websites to bring into mass culture. Uh, it was designed as a place to connect with friends, family, colleagues, and new friends over the Internet. However, it went beyond just one-way communication. Using Friendster, you can connect with friends and family, meet new people through the connections you already have, find people with similar interests, backgrounds, and geographical locations, join groups by activity, school, or interest, interact through message posts, games, blogs. That's a pretty uh, powerful place. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, that's a really good idea to get on get on these new um, kind of uh, highways of social media, and then feed them into like stuff we're already doing on other social media, and then just it it grows. You know, these things grow when people start just uh, you know start talking about right. it on all these platforms. Uh-huh. Ning, has, Ning has been around a long time, N-I-N-G. It's a leading online platform mm-hmm. for the world's organizers, activists, and influencers to create social experiences that inspire action. It helps you create a safe and secure place online for the like-minded people. Ning takes the idea of groups to a whole new level. The ability to create your own community makes Ning a great home mm-hmm away from home for organizations and groups looking to fill the social void. What is, how do you spell that? N is in Nancy, I is in India, N is in Nancy, G is in George, Ning. All right. Now, I don't so know I, if Ning is still up and running. I'm going to be honest with you because I think it went down. So we may not be able to find that one. No, it's, oh. No, yeah. it's up. Ning, Community yeah. Website Builder. Create your own social network. No, it's up and running. Is it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. It says it is, Ning the- is the largest largest community website social platform in the, maybe I don't know what it says next, but it sounds pretty good. Well, if any of us try this, we should let, it, let, us, let us all know how it goes next week. And uh, I think it's time <laughs> that we wrap up the call so everybody can... Uh, Get ready for Ella's call. It's going to be on in a little bit. 
And it was a great call, guys. Thank, thank you very Terry. much. Thank yeah, you. thanks for the call, Terry. And, and God bless you all. And God bye, bless Linda, you, too. You. Good night, little one. I don't know why I call you. You're like a, you're like a little brother. Little. <laughs> no, little I'm sorry. I didn't mean Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.